Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do have a very special guest who I'm so excited to introduce you to, but first, you may have noticed that this intro is a little different than usual. I really wanted to address why there hasn't been a new podcast for a couple of weeks now. You may or may not have noticed, but I recorded this podcast chat over three weeks ago now with this beautiful, beautiful human being um, to discuss some very relevant and very important topics. However, we both agreed that nothing was more important than this moment in history. And we felt as white women that we needed to just stop putting out content to listen learn and to really just support the Black Lives Matter movement at this time. So I really wanted to have a period where I just stopped any self-promotion, anything that just really wasn't important in that moment in time, because it was most important to amplify black voices. So I will be doing more moving forward. I really want to address that. I feel like I have not amplified enough black voices enough and silence is violence. And so as white people, this is just as much our problem to fight, if not more for black people's basic human rights. And honestly, just saying that I feel how can how like why are we fighting for basic human rights like in my mind it is crazy that in 2020 we are fighting for people's basic human rights and guys this is not just a problem in america racism is just as bad here in australia and while i love my country we have a problem that needs to be spoken about so as someone who has a voice who has this amazing platform i want to stand in full support of the black lives matter movement and the original custodians of this land with this platform i want to recognize the place of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people as the first custodians of this land and more importantly, promote awareness and the history and culture of Indigenous people because I think it is so important. And while this podcast primarily focuses on, you know, confidence and body positivity and body image and those kind of things, these important topics need to be discussed because, you know, our beautiful sisters are going through the same issues that we're going through when it comes to, you know, confidence, body positivity, all of that. They shouldn't be also having to fight for basic human rights. And as white people, we are so privileged and we need to recognize that. So whilst I have spoken about this in a few previous podcast episodes, it's not enough. I want to amplify more black voices and I can assure you that I will be doing that in the future moving forward. And I'm sorry that I haven't done that more in the past. Just want to remind you, just please know that this Black Lives Matter 
cannot be just a trend or a hashtag on Instagram. You can't just post a black tile and a few hashtags and think that you've done your part. No, we must continue to speak up, speak out. And when we witness wrongdoing by black people, we must stand up for what is right. We must amplify their voices wherever we can. So I understand that I will never understand, but I stand and I will actively fight for the rights of black people and anyone who is discriminated against because of the color of their skin. So I just wanted to address that because I didn't feel it was right just going back to sort of business as usual. Um, I did take that time off to really learn, listen and support where I could. Please do the same. Thank you for listening to that. I know um, it may have been unexpected, especially before chatting with my beautiful guest today, if you saw the title of this podcast, but there will also be podcasts coming to bring more awareness and to educate us on the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm speaking with an incredibly relatable down to earth and probably one of the most genuine souls that I have come across on Instagram. We connected on Instagram and I'm so grateful for social media for this reason, just always bringing these beautiful women to me and Gracie is today's guest and she is just such a beautiful body posy gal. She talks about mental health and talks about having type one diabetes. So Gracie talks all about this chronic illness and how it has affected her in the past and how she is empowered by it now. And whether you have a chronic illness or not, this podcast is going to be extremely educational, extremely fun and really, really insightful. I've done enough talking, so I'm going to let Grace take the wheel here. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode as much as I did chatting to Grace about all of these topics. Enjoy. Welcome, Grace. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Oh my God, no, thank you for having me. I'm honored. I'm so excited. I am so excited because I watch your stories on Instagram. I've been connected for a while now. And Grace, yeah. or Gracie, as you may know her on Instagram, shares so many beautiful messages that I really resonate with, especially lately. You've been sharing a lot more and I'm just like a yes queen, get it. <laughs> you are absolutely killing it. And you talk all about self-love, body positivity, as well as mental health and type 1 diabetes, which I love because I think that has... A really unique spin to everything you talk about which I love and is really why I wanted to get you on and chat about everything that you share and that you do and as well you have a beautiful business called Prickin' It yes. which I yes. want to chat to you about <laughs> so tell us a bit about yourself and really how you got started with your business. Well I think growing up I'm, I was just a really shy person um, and then Growing, well, when I was 12, I got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And I'd wow, say, really yeah, it, well, yeah, well, most, um, some diabetics, type 1 diabetics get diagnosed around 12, 13 because their hormones change. Right. And sometimes that can make the autoimmune cells attack um, better cells like the pancreas. Right. So that's, so sometimes it happens in puberty. 
Um, so that happened to me. Well, that's what they think. We don't really know what causes type 1 diabetes yet. Okay. Um, and being 12 and then going to high school and trying to figure out yourself, but you're also mm. having to look after yourself and keep yourself alive. And then you're trying not to be embarrassed of your diabetes. Um, it's a lot to go through from the age when you're 12 years old. Then growing up in high school, I just hated it. I just mm. didn't, wasn't a part of me. Um, I just didn't embrace it. You wanted I to reject it? Or... Yeah, I, I've had people who I'm now really close with after high school. They did not know I had it the whole entirety of high school because I hid it that well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and now I'm more confident with it. So now they know. But back then I just did not want to be different. Mm. And I thought, and a part of you thinks it's your fault somehow. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've talked to a lot of people and they um, somehow think it's their fault too, especially when you're younger, your body fails you and you try and um, you try and wonder what you did wrong. Mm. So I had a lot of shame. And then really last year I just was like, I'm going to make a diabetic Instagram account because I want to connect with other diabetics because I haven't. And it just kind of blossomed into this whole big, amazing community. And I was thinking there's just not any fun diabetic stuff out there at the time and I like empowering um, people with diabetes, especially women with diabetes, um, and that's where Pregnant was born, um, just to empower having like living with a chronic illness and being empowered and be proud of your diabetes rather than being ashamed because it's not something we should be ashamed of. We're literally getting up every single day and mimicking an organ like there's nothing to be ashamed about we should be proud of it so that's where it's come from basically it's just born from there everything you just said I'm just like yes because what you've done (laughs) is so so beautiful and you've done it in a way that I really haven't seen before and I think that's why I was so drawn to you because yeah you share your journey in a very raw authentic way like you don't sugarcoat anything but you make it such a just an acceptable and beautiful thing which I think is what we need to be seeing more of because all these things like, you know, when it comes to our bodies and if, you know, we struggle with, you know, a condition like, you know, type one diabetes or we, or it's just something as simple as stretch marks or whatever it may be that you struggle with realizing that, you know what, you actually can accept that and you can share it with the world and it can be beautiful. And the way that you do that with your business and you have all these you know, beautiful stickers and you make it something to be really proud of, which I'm like, yeah. I'm so proud of you for. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Oh, like you yeah. go on Grace's website and you just make something that's, you know, considered just like a condition that, like you said, growing up, you were so embarrassed of and you make it something that's like, yeah, I've got this and you can embrace it. And like you said, you're yeah. bringing awareness in such a beautiful way. So I absolutely love that. Oh, thank you. And when you've started all this, like, so you said you, you did the Instagram account because you just kind of wanted to find your people. And I think that's such yeah. a beautiful thing about Instagram is you find your community and you build upon that. Yeah. And have you found that others in your community have really resonated with your message and reached out to you? And what kind of advice? Do yes. You yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, even doing the more body positive content, I still get a lot of um, type 1 diabetic women message me and just say thank you for posting it because they 
might feel bad about um, having bruises or having a pump shown or having some medical devices shown. And just even me just posting body positivity about general has mm -hmm. helped them accept and just not really care and accept who they are and embrace it. Mm -hmm. And I really love that. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of messages about mental health too and how to handle having a chronic illness. And I just think even in general, the big thing for me is we have to let go of this thing of perfection. Yeah. Like we, no one can be perfect, um, especially with a chronic illness. Um, you, you can't be perfect. There are days where you are just going to lay in bed mm. and you can't do anything. And we just have to accept that. We have to accept that sometimes we're going to have shit moments and shitty emotions and shitty mm. days mm. like there's nothing it's just accepting the fact that we can't be perfect all the time because no one is yeah and if we keep trying to chase perfection we're never going to enjoy life oh. and all the little like crappy things you know yeah for sure yeah for sure and it's just like you said we have to take it day by day like even yeah. some weeks you're just like i can't get out of this funk and that's okay but you just have to realize yeah. that you're on this journey and you have everything you need right now in this moment. And I know on like my journey to self-love and body positivity and all yeah. of that, it was long. And you think you reach a point where you're so happy and you're like, yes, I'm really yeah. loving my body. And then something hits you. Like I have yeah, autoimmunity as well, where, you know, when I get really, really stressed, my lips, I will wake up with swollen lips that are infected. Oh. Yeah. So oh, I have wow. like... The same thing where cells yeah. attack my good cells, especially yeah. when I'm really, really stressed and have high like yeah. cortisone running through my blood. Yeah. And it affects us all differently. Like mine's directly on my face and like people are like, oh my God, yeah. on her face. <laughs> and it's so embarrassing. And it's been like so nice to slow down, especially in ISO at the moment because yeah. it hasn't been happening as much. And I've realized that yeah. you actually just need to really slow down sometimes and take care of your body. But you know, I got to a point where I was like, oh yeah, I'm really good. And then my autoimmunity like just kind of went shot and I had to relearn how to love that part of myself. So it's a journey yes. that you're always on. It, yeah. It's a very, you never, there's never a destination to self-love. Yeah. Like there's just never, it's not lin linear either. Mm. You know, some days you could be feeling on top of the world and then other days you just feel like crap. Mm. Um, and that's okay. It's you know, learning. like you're not, that's yeah you're not always going to love every part of your body. You're not always mm. going to love having, you know, flare ups. You're not always going to love that, but it's about accepting that and just giving yourself grace to have emotion and feel sad sometimes. And, mm. uh, and then other days you feel great and that's okay. We just need to stop putting pressure on ourselves to feel happy all the time and mm. um, being perfect because it, it's just, it's just not a life worth living really, you know, yeah, like the fun is in, in the fun is in imperfection. Absolutely. And the, yeah. it's, it's actually really exciting to know that like you're at a certain place, but you have so much further to go and to learn about yourself. Yes. And, to grow. and yeah. you should be accepting of that, like you said, and just be excited for the future and not like bogged yeah. down in like, I'm just going to feel this way forever or I'm stuck or I'm not perfect or, you know, in comparison and all yeah. that stuff and don't get stuck in that. No. Yeah. exactly yeah i would love to know do you remember a time where you sort of had that shift where you went from you know a young girl who was struggling with your body confidence and sharing that you had 
you know, type one diabetes and all these things, where the shift really was for you and how you turned things around to start accepting who you were? Yeah, well, I mean, I'd say really it was honestly last year I had this massive shift. I was working retail and I loved it. And then all of a sudden, all these people got made redundant and I was one of them. And I was like freaking out and just worrying about money, even though I didn't need to. And I was just, um, and I just was connecting with other people on Instagram and looking at their mental health stories. And then I started following type 1 diabetics and I was like, why don't I just start posting about my history with a chronic illness, my mental health journey? And so I did, and it was just a split thing, but I just got addicted to talking to people and hearing other people's stories. And honestly, just over time, having Instagram, it can be a negative thing, but it, Instagram is what you make it, I think. For me, mm. I've made it into a platform where every follower I have inspires me and pushes me to go to that next level. And I love that having that platform there to talk about my diabetes and knowing I wasn't alone gave me more confidence to keep speaking out about it. And then seeing other women post about self-love and body positivity gave me the confidence to start doing the same thing. It's like a chain reaction. Yeah. It's just so it's just so positive. So in hindsight, losing my job was the best thing that has ever happened to me. At the time I was freaking out, I didn't know what I was gonna do. And because I lost my job, I started my own business and accepted my diabetes and ended up on such an amazing self-love journey. And I'm way more confident than I ever was. And I love that. Like it was, you know, it was so silly. I was so worried about losing my job and being unemployed. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Best thing. I love when that happens. And so many people say it is something like that where in that moment you feel like so shit or something so bad has happened in your life and you look back later and you're like, that was actually a turning point in my life that changed everything. And I think that's why we have to be a little bit more mindful when things happen. It's just like, okay, this feels so bad in this moment, but in the future, this could be a turning point for me or this is like a learning experience. Yeah. What what can I learn from this kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a hundred percent it. Um, I'm a very big believer in things happen for a reason. Yeah. So even if it's bad at the time, there's some, there's a shift that has had to happen for you to move on to the next stage of your life. Yeah, 100%. You know? I look back yeah. on so many things that happened in my life and I'm just like, I was so distraught to the point where I thought like, I've wasted so much time or this and that. But in yeah. hindsight now, I'm just like, I had to go through all that. I had to feel those lows and those times, you know, where, I thought it was the end of the world to get to the point where I am now to be, you know, so much stronger for it. And I think what you just said depicts that beautifully. Um, And I love what you said about social media as well, because I hear this time and time again, and I say it so many times on the podcast, on social media everywhere, that social media is a tool and it is like what you said, it is what we make it. And I remember when it was such a negative thing and I was in that mindset that, you know, social media is bad and we compare ourselves and it's just perfection. It's just like, but once you understand that, yes, social media is a highlight reel and it is people showing their best sides of themselves and you can know that and understand that and then maybe decide that you want to divert from that and you want to start making it about, you know, showing 
you know, that you have a condition or show that you have cellulite or show, you know, whatever it is, just change it up. And yeah. once, like you said, I started unfollowing certain people that, you know, weren't necessarily bad, but made me feel some type of way. Yeah. And I started following all these women like you who empower each other <laughs> and just like, yes, queen, get it. Like, and it's so sincere as well. And you can tell. Yes. There's, yes. Yeah. In comparison to say social media versus in real life, because I know it's like yeah. two different worlds sometimes. Yes. You feel like you're so happy on social media. You've set these boundaries where you unfollow people. It's simple. Unfollow people who make you feel a certain way and follow the people who make you feel good and share beautiful things. Yeah. How do you do that in your real life day to day, like setting boundaries with know certain people in your life yeah you know people who talk in certain ways that you no longer accept or want to speak that way how do you deal with that well I first of all I like to set boundaries with myself Mm. because I notice now say if I'm I don't know like maybe I'm at the beach usually I'd start comparing myself to other women they're like well she's really skinny I'm not that skinny what am I doing in this bikini and now I'm at the point where I'm like if I have that thought I was like okay stop that's not you. That's a bitch inside your head. Mm. Get get rid of it. Um, you know, bye, she's bitch. pretty. Your yeah, yeah. Like bye, <laughs> bye, Felicia. Like see ya. <laughs> get out you of my head. Leave. That's yeah. Like that's that's not me. Um, yeah. and then I just think you know what? I'm pretty too. It doesn't matter. And I've gotten really strict at that because I used to be really bad and just go oh like Mm. this is hopeless like I'm not gonna go and swim now she's right next to me and she's really pretty like I just look like silly but now we can all relate yeah 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 I think comparison I like there's a quote comparison is the thief of joy Mm. and it truly is if you compare every tiny detail you're never going to be happy it just is simple as she's beautiful I'm beautiful and I'm going to have fun and that's just the mantra I say. I just stop what I'm saying and think she's beautiful and so am I and I'm going to go and have fun and not worry about it. Um, and when it comes to setting boundaries with others, uh, I just really, I don't have any friends in my life anymore that are judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have friends that were very, very judgmental on other women and their bodies uh, and what they did for a living and it was just exhausting for me. Mm-hmm. And as I started growing in my whole self-love empowerment thing, I just started, I just found myself shifting away from that and not really noticing, but I just, I just couldn't be around it anymore. So Mm. I think with me um, setting boundaries, I just don't have people like that in my life anymore. Um, Also think with my mother, she can be a little bit negative with her self-talk sometimes. So I'm like, hold up, you're beautiful. Don't say that about yourself. I think with older with older with the older generation too, they have a whole, you know, they're very critical on looks. Mm. I find more than younger women because that's just the way they've been like brought up, yeah. and uh, their whole thing was looks. And they didn't really have this whole empowerment thing back then. Mm. So it's like I'm trying to tell my mum, "No, you're beautiful. Don't worry about that." Um, mm. So yeah, just that's just how I set boundaries, just by checking myself and just checking other people and just people that want to be judgmental and criticize others I just don't have them around me Mm. and I think the key thing that you said there was that like you started with yourself and then you didn't even sort of know when people started you started to phase people out because 
once I think you change your own thoughts in your head and like you said, realize that you have this inner bitch who's telling you all this fake shit, you can yeah. slowly start to realize when other people are negative and that yeah. how that's impacting you and those around you. Yes. And you just slowly start to like put boundaries up and then they'll slowly phase out of your life. Yeah. And I totally agree what you said about, you know, your mom as well, because I feel like that generation was, you know, brought up when, you know, we saw the start of the internet and all these things and they were showing yeah. all this marketing, especially in the nineties, like where oh, yes. a lot of the advertising, like the women are so thin and airbrushed and perfect and, and they are brought up with all of that, but they don't have the same access that we have now to social media where we're talking more about this stuff. And it's, it's yeah. not everywhere. Like, I feel like we really have to dig deep to find women like you yes. sharing their message and so many other amazing women out there, but it's there if you want to find it. Yeah. But I think it's so good that we share this like with our families and like our moms and stuff like that. And yeah. be like, Listen, you actually don't need to talk that way about yourself. And like, I, I feel like I recently I had a breakthrough with my mom because she had like a cesarean and she's always had this really big scar on her belly. And I've always said to her, like human life came out of that. Like it's a miracle. Like it's such a beautiful thing, but she would never go to the pool. Like never ever wear bathers or anything like that. Even like shorts. And like recently she came out in her underwear. She's like, you know what? I think my body's actually really beautiful. I almost like burst into tears. I know. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I was just like, and it peaks, it like, it comes and goes like, like we've said, it's like a journey where you have good days, you had bad days. And I think that was a really good day for her, but that was like some sort of breakthrough that, you know, I couldn't tell her. She just had to feel herself. Yes. And they're going to have days like that. And I think as human beings, we're all going to go on these journeys, but it's so beautiful to just see that the little impacts that we can have on those around us that make such massive changes. I've been loving your posts and one of them, like the most recent ones have been amazing where you talk about, you know, um, how people think that they can insult you by using like saying you're fat or you have this or that which I think we've all been through. And I'm loving seeing that we're turning the word fat into something that's not negative. How can we help people realize that being fat or being this or that, it's not having like someone saying, oh, you have rolls or you have stretch marks. It's just like, oh my God, thank you. Like how can it be more of a positive thing? Well, I think we have to look at the way skinny and fat are used. Usually if someone says, "Oh, oh, you look skinny, the first thing most women or most people will say is, oh, thank you, mm. because it's just instantly a compliment most of the time. Or, oh, you've lost weight. Oh, wow, thank you. Mm. Why is it such a compliment that you've gained weight or you're fat or you've got fat on you? Why is that so negative? Yeah. It's just it's literally something used to describe a body part. And I think just especially in the media with, you know, um, especially in the old magazines, like those trashy magazines, there were all those things like, you know, this, this, this celebrity's gained weight. Oh, she's got stretch marks on. And it was very shaming and quite negative. And I think it's just that subtle, um, you know, and the advertising of products and all of that, like those slim teas and everything, everything is so, they're horrible. I hate them. And they're stupid, like, they have those lollipops or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, come on, I hate that. Post- I was like, mate, no, why? Yeah, so that was money. the final. 
yeah, that's that was the final straw. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna unfollow you right here now. I, mm. I can't do this. Like, mm. it's just greedy. Mm. It's just greedy. It's just you have that much money. Like, it is. She could use that platform for so much good, which she does. Like, she, yeah, she does. She does. A lot of good, and there's such a like a powerful group of women, and I love them. They are. Like, some things you just like. Mm, where was like your team on that to be like maybe we shouldn't advertise the like lose weight lollipops like yeah yeah anyway yeah and I mean she she didn't get a lot of flack for that but I mean it's just like she shouldn't be posting stuff like that I don't think anyone should I don't think any Instagram influencer or celebrity should be promoting those teas because they like they they do not use them they do mm. not use it at all. So it's it's a lie anyway. It's just sold as a lie. So you, yeah. Because if you lose weight, you'll be happier. It's just back to the media. They just mm. push this whole thing of losing weight. As your post said last night, like how many companies would be out, out of uh, profit or sale yeah. because people just said, you know what, no, I'm happy the way I am. I'm not going to lose weight. Exactly. Millions and, of dollars uh, would be gone. Boom, like that. Like Yeah. The whole marketing and how things are marketed, because I work in marketing and communication. Yeah. So for a long time, I've been able to pick up on, you know, product placements and things like that. And yeah. my mum would always fall victim to like buying all these oh, things yeah. to make it more beautiful. Like I feel like every week she was just like, oh, I've just bought these magnetic lashes. They're going to be great. And then I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's try them. And she's like, oh, they're shit. I'm like, no shit, but they sold it to you because you feel oh. insecure, you know, about your lashes and you want to. Yeah. But if you just said, you know what, my lashes are what they are. You know, sometimes I'll put on makeup or do this and that, but yeah. You don't succumb to the pressures of feeling like, yeah. I need to buy this skinny tea because being fat is bad. Being fat yeah. is a human experience. You just are who yeah. you are. And if you can learn to love yourself and accept yourself, you won't buy into like these Instagram ads where it's just like, buy this oil to fix this or this and that. And you become a more mindful consumer as well. And it all yeah. comes down to like, you know, being more business savvy, being more money savvy, like just yeah. taking care of yourself in a like a more holistic way, if you will. Like, yes. So much we could go into there. But um, I know <laughs> when it comes to taking care of yourself and your own, I know you talk about your self-care routine and certain things that you yeah. do. What are like some non-negotiables? And well, first I'll ask like, what is self-care to you? Because it means a lot of different things to a lot of different yeah. people. And then what are some non-negotiables in your self-care routine? Well, I think a lot of people think of self-care, you know, you have a bath and you put on a face mask and then you feel better. And, I mean, for self, for me, self-care is a lot deeper than that. I think self-care should be a daily practice. It starts with having boundaries with the toxic thoughts in your head, head really, mm-hmm. getting rid of them, Um it's, you know, for me, it's meditation. I meditate um, every day. I like to um, exercise, makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Self-care, really, it's just like a daily practice for me where I know what's toxic for my head and what's not toxic for my head. It's not so much putting on a face mask. It's more just um, having boundaries with myself and knowing what thoughts are going to benefit me, what thoughts aren't going to benefit me. Like more and of just a mindset main, thing. 
yeah, it's a mindset thing for me mm. just maintaining that because I can put on a face mask and it makes you feel better for five minutes, but it's mm. not going to, it's not going to last you 24 hours, that feeling. So just trying to implement that every single day. And if I do have down days, again, it's just allowing myself to have a cry and not letting my perfectionism get in the way of that mm. and just being sad. Mm. just being sad and just letting it go because when you let that go and you just have a cry you often feel way better mm. than just holding it in mm. like I just release it and for non-negotiables for me yet med- meditation's a big one my mum has meditated her whole life so I just kind of grew up doing that all the time making sure I'm eating like healthy good food like I have a sweet potato every day for lunch like that is my favorite food of all time it's just so it, it makes you feel good you know like you eat it and you're like it's it tastes good but you eat it and you you know like it's like your body thanks you you feel yeah. so good after just eating nourishing foods mm, energized. and yeah energized yeah you feel mm. like you can take on anything and working out's a big one for me I don't do it to lose weight or anything I just love moving my body and knowing I'm strong and especially with a chronic illness I like to remind myself my body is strong and healthy Mm. and I can and I can um do what I want and I can work out and be fit and I, I yeah I just love it like it makes me feel really strong and powerful and yeah self care really is just a mindset thing for me it's more it's just it just has to be, it's like self-care for the soul. It just has to be in, within, and then I yeah. feel better doing yeah. that, yeah. And you totally notice when you have days where you don't practice self-care versus the days yeah. when you do. Like, yeah. There's been some days in ISO where I just roll out of bed and go straight to my desk and work all day and you feel like yeah. absolute crap versus if you get up yes. a little bit earlier, you do, like you said, a meditation or like, I love like a 10 minute yoga or stretch in the morning. Yes. And then like for me, non-negotiables are like skincare and it's not, oh, even, yeah. yeah. Like the benefits are great, but just sitting there and like taking the time to take care of yourself and like, thank my body or say some affirmations in the morning. Yeah. It's like such a different mindset. Like you said, throughout the whole day yeah. versus when you don't do any of that stuff. Yes, it's a massive difference. Yeah, affirmations are a big one for me, actually. Like mm. mirror affirmations. Uh, yeah. I started doing them probably like about seven months ago and just the difference, you know, uh, because you're rewriting the story basically that you've been told since you were a child. Yeah. You know, you, you can rewrite that instead of saying, you know, I'm, a, I'm bad at speaking. You can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm good at speaking or I'm good at talking to people I'm a confident person and just doing that every day really does make such a massive difference like it sounds silly it sounds silly but but it's scientifically proven yeah yeah exactly yeah science behind it 100% I'm doing NLP at the moment and a lot of what they talk about it's neuro-linguistic programming sorry if anyone who's like what the hell is NLP (laughs) which is how our brains work and a lot of what they talk about I'm like oh my god that's the stuff we talk about when it comes to like confidence and loving your body and because when you retrain your thoughts to think a different way you are 
paving a new path in your brain, which you now follow. And the old paths, you know, they get covered up in greens and like, think of it like a forest. You're walking this path in a forest for so long, it becomes normal. And you just think that, you know, talking negatively to yourself is the norm. But when you pave a new way through the forest and you start to work on that more and more and more, that becomes the new norm. So it's scientifically proven what you're saying. So you have to just change those thoughts and continually tell yourself that, which, like you said, writing it on the mirror or in your notepad again and again and again and seeing it every day is going to pave that new way for you. Yes. So important. And I would love to know, I've just had the best like chat and, conversations with you i'm so grateful that you've come on that we've done this and i oh. absolutely love you so much you have so much insight and you're just a really genuine person but i would love to know before we close out how do you model your confidence every day i think for me modeling my confidence is just owning who i am and just loving it wearing something that i love to wear i'm a big i love fashion like even if I'm at, even if I'm in my home, I've always got to put on a bit of makeup, um, a cute outfit, and just own it. I just love who I am. Just as, as again, doing mirror affirmations, uh, knowing that I, you know, knowing who, who I am and being happy with who I am, and knowing no matter what, if I'm bloated, if I feel sick, you know, I've got cellulite, I've got stretch marks, I am beautiful no matter what. I really am. And it's taken a lot for me to get there, but it's such a worthy, it's just worth it to get yeah. to that place. It's hard work. There are still days where I feel crappy about my body, but even in those days, I still find something to love. Mm. Like I might, like I might be say, well, my butt looks cute in this outfit or I know I'm having a bad day and those emotions aren't mine. So mm. it's, they're invalid. But for me, modeling confidence is just knowing no matter what, I'm beautiful. If I'm sick, if I'm healthy, if I'm bloated, it just doesn't matter. I'm beautiful no matter what. That's what that. confidence is. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Grace, thank you so, so much. Where can people find you? Because they need to find you. <laughs> Well, they can find me on my Instagram at goodnessgracie with two underscores at the end. Perfect. And your website? Yes. My website is www.prickingit.com. Love it. And everything will be linked down in the show notes so that they can find you. Gracie, thank you so much for our beautiful chat today. I've loved speaking with you. Thank you. I'm honoured. I honestly am so excited and we've had such a good chat. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Gracie. What a beautiful, beautiful soul. As she said, check her out on Instagram at goodnessgracie, double underscore. And please check out her business because it is incredible. It's called Prickin' It. And I just love this girl. Definitely go check her out. All the links will be linked down below. I also want to address that there will be podcasts coming on the Black Lives Matter movement and where I will be talking to guests on this topic. If you want to head over and let me know what you would like to hear more of on the podcast, please head over to By Brooke Lindsay on Instagram or you can check out my website, bybrooklindsay.com. I hope you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for joining me and I will speak to you in the next podcast episode.